Welcome everyone to another episode of Daybreak Crypto. Starting off the week, Swiss here with Greg, and we have a new newsletter release that went out late last night and has been kind of the trend lately. We're going to pick two links from that and, and cover those. And then you can refer yourself to that, that newsletter. We really put a lot of great articles in it yesterday. It was really, really great read. And one of these is about a new pylon pool that's launched. And so on pylon, pylon, the concept is you can deposit your stablecoin and farm new projects launched tokens. So it's kind of a risk-free way, essentially, to look at new projects that are launching. And then so when you invest that, then the um, business gets a cut of your um, uh, APR every month as, right. as their like, income every month. So they get a steady monthly income. Yeah, so what Pylon does is you you deposit the, the stablecoin, they farm it out on Anchor and maybe other places. Just on Anchor right now. Ah, and then they, they basically pay part of that yield to this new project. But then you can re withdraw at the end so you can get your principal back. So if you wanted to farm $1,000 worth, you get to actually get your $1,000 back in... 12 months or whatever the time period is stipulated. So it's this risk-free approach where you, you get your money back, but you also wind up with a couple of tokens of these projects. So it's not risk-free because there's an opportunity cost for your money, but the concept is unique. Um, I'm, I'm actually really hoping that Pylon gets some products beyond just this farming thing. I think that for paying a subscription, of some sort for a service or some software. I mean, there's there's a lot of use cases that I think are unexplored with Pylon, and I'm I'm a little bit patiently waiting <laughs> for something a little bit more interesting because I think this this pool, um, this Willish Finance project is unique. It's a real world scenario. They're a ice cream shop in Europe, and they have over 40 ice cream shops with plans for 200 more by 2026. I think that those plans are coming from this pool. So they want to have a dual token system. There will be the ICW token and the W coin token. So there's an investment token and a loyalty token. And they actually want to do a bunch of these. They want to fund new store expansion through these pylon pools. They estimate that it's going to be about 100,000 UST, $100,000 for each shop. And right now they're assuming a for the single fundraiser to be around six hundred thousand dollars i'd be surprised I'm, I'm really interested to see how this goes by the way because this it, it, they might be able to actually expand a bit with this um but i don't plan to participate just for what it's worth i think it's i'm reading through this and i'm thinking most institutional investors are not going to be impressed by by the way they write about this. I mean, they really do talk about you should expect profit. Let me just read this sentence. So, so your bought ICW tokens allow you to collect consistent profit from your financial contribution in the ICW token. I'm just reading this like, dude, this this. Uh, like has anyone heard of the Howey test? Like this, this yeah. is not what you want to put in a white paper. When I guess you... does it matter that they're a European country, and that might be a little different, or is it still kind of the same rules over there? 
Well, I'm assuming that when you do the KYC for the farming event, that they're not allowing U.S. citizens. I could be wrong. I didn't check. But I, I just would, no, they've done those before where they haven't allowed U.S. citizens. So I would not be surprised if this was another one. Yeah, I mean, that's the only issue here is that if they ever want to expand to the U.S. and allow U.S. investment down the line um, for like a new issuance, this kind of language is a problem. But I'm assuming, yeah, they probably are excluding the U.S. from this based on the way they write about it. Like you, whenever they, whenever these projects talk about stuff like this, like you should expect profit, it's red flag central for me. Um, yeah. No, exactly. And, I think too, the, yeah. the interesting thing is they're just selling the W coin, which is their loyalty coin. That's the one that's getting the pylon gateway. So I wonder if because they split it into two coins and the other ones where they're kind of talking about the profit stuff. Oh, maybe, that's it. Yep. That's, you know, it. that's kind of what they're trying trying to separate the two per se. Yeah. And with W coin, it doesn't make sense to me how you're supposed to earn profit. It's just, it sounds like to me, it's some token that you can add to LP and single side staking. Um, because the ICW token, you can actually redeem it at the store. Yep. For That's what was crazy. So one ICW equals 0.1 kilograms of ice cream or one UST. So you can choose how you want to redeem the token. You could either go in and get ice cream or uh, just take your money. So, I mean, that's really cool. It's, it's unique. I think, I think what happened, the Willish team saw an opportunity to try to take it, uh, capitalize on and, like, I wouldn't personally be speculating on these tokens. I would maybe farm a little bit in the in the pool because you get your UST back at the end. But I'm not really seeing um, a very serious pitch being made here. They want to expand. They want to build a bunch of, of stores with with this fundraise model. And so if it works, I mean, huge hat tip to them. Yeah, but I've never seen very. They're very serious about the expansion. The token kind of seems like they're a little more early stages on what it's all going to include and how it's going to work. Well, dude, there's this huge like chart. There's this huge, huge chart I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Let's put, oh man. I mean, <laughs> I might have to put this out in a tweet or something because this is kind of crazy. I mean, when you look at this, there's, it's so much complexity and they're, they're loaning, they're leveraging up on these things. And yeah. the, the, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Cause I, I actually, I didn't see this graph until just now, but it's, it's a little out there. So anyway, we want, I just want to highlight this project cause it was unique. And at first I was thinking of exploring it a little bit more, but I mean, this is why you got to actually dig into the details and look at, Pull, pull, pull back the veil when you see exciting projects coming out before you uh, sometimes you don't want to just ape in. Like, I, I don't know. This would be one that might, I, I mean, if you could risk free farm it, that's kind of cool, but I'll be watching uh, to see yeah, how I think that's, that's kind of what these pylon pools are really are, are good for. I mean, in this case where it's like you could put in, you know, put a couple hundred dollars in the six month vesting pool Um if you want. And then if you can claim that after six months, you get your cash back and then whatever tokens you farmed. So, I mean, yeah. it's, like you said, you have the opportunity cost of not having that money for six months, but at least if the investment tanks, you're really, you're not losing your principal. You're only losing whatever investment 
uh, right. gains you would have had. So you'll just make less money in the long run. Right, right, right. So, I mean, that's that's Willish Finance. I know you had some news on on Cato and Solana yeah. and some other this week. Yeah, yeah, Willish. I mean, interesting project. Um, we'll keep an eye on it. I think that that's kind of, it'll be interesting to see if Pylon chooses to do anything else like that or any other unique type of uh, fundraising going forward because I think that platform really has a lot of potential to do some cool stuff. I agree. Um, so moving on to on-ramping and off-ramping and savings, um, Cato Money recently added uh, USDC as a coin for on-ramping and for spending on their Cato Pay. So Cato has three products right now. They have Cato Ramp, which is their on-ramping service where you can um, buy stable coins with either a debit card or um, your bank account. The transfer is super quick. Um, I'd done a couple times and gotten the money in under three minutes. Uh, you do have to do a KYC um, with your, you know, your uh, ID and go through all that stuff in order to verify who you are. Um, but that was a pretty simple process. I was in and set up within, you know, an hour. Um, and then they have Cato Pay, where you can use your stable coins to shop on over 500 brands. They have Amazon, tons of other popular stores. Um, and you can use your UST directly on there to pay for stuff. So you can actually use it for real world goods. And then eventually they're going to be adding Cato Save, which will be basically just a front end for an anchor savings interface where you can earn your 19, 20% on UST as it's sitting in your account. Um, so I think this is really cool. There's a couple other products out there that are kind of doing the same thing, but Cato seems to be pretty far along and they're a pretty slick interface. Uh, what do you think about this? Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised to see a circle partnership with Cato. I mean, I had heard of Cato. We talked about it a little bit. I, I tinkered with it, but that that they have partnered up with a company as large as Circle is a huge advantage. Yeah. Uh, it says a lot for their reputation and it makes me trust the KYC process with them a little more. Um, I'm really curious to hear a little bit more about that from you because we've been looking at, at um, alter ways to, to improve the, the uh, purchasing experience for, for users and stuff. So when you did the KYC, did you have to do a, a bank account verification like ACH stuff or, I know no, that there was no your... there was no ACH verification. I actually used my debit card. Oh, use your debit card. Yeah, which was nice. I didn't even have to link a bank account. Was there a fee from your debit card? Uh, no, they do. Cato has a flat two percent or a flat two dollar fee right now. That's pretty dope. I think I think that's an intro fee, and it will probably be like some sort of a scaling fee eventually. But at the moment, it's two dollars. So. You can put a thousand in, you can put 50 in. That's free. Yeah. Basically free. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I would wonder, I would wonder, do they support an ACH option or just cards? Uh, yes, they do support ACH. I just didn't even, um, gotcha. didn't even go in and do it because they had a debit card nice and easy. So that's probably why it was, see how that, that would work. Yeah. I would be curious to see if it was, if it's as fast as the three minutes if you do the ACH, because I, I would think debit card would be faster. But anyway, um, it actually, so I actually use USDC 
on Solana for the first time last week, I had to move uh, a little bit around and it was my first time using the wormhole bridge. And uh, I got to say, it was, it was annoying. Like <laughs> the experience is so much worse than the bridge experience of Cosmos chains that I've been using for the past year. Like I had to sit there on wormhole and like approve transaction after transaction, oh, after yeah. transaction, after transaction. And it just says, it just, it just says it in a text. It's like, you will have multiple transactions to confirm and just continue to patiently go through that. And I'm just like, dude, I don't know what these transactions are. I don't know what's going on. Um, and that's coming from somebody who's been in crypto for, you know, eight years or whatever. It's like <laughs> you put somebody in there who's never been in crypto, they're going to turn right around and leave. Yeah. And I mean, I, on these secret network things, there are certainly on these cosmos things, you, not just, you, right, yeah. but there are these, these bridges and these transactions where you've got to sit there and approve a couple times. But this was, I thought Solana was supposed to be this awesome chain that everyone's, you know, geeked up about. And, and like this wormhole bridge is supposed to be next generation and all this crazy stuff. And I'm just sitting here like, okay, this is not great. I'm, I mean, it wasn't the easiest bridging experience I've ever had. That's never well, a funny thing you look at. It's probably a huge step up from what a lot of people are experiencing that don't use Cosmos. Cause I mean, the Cosmos UI is beautiful and works really well. And I think that's one of the sticky parts of people getting in the Cosmos system. Well, right. But then when easy you, it works like, so, so then when you bridge it in, you, you have to go through the alphabet soup of the different USDCs and you have to like swap yep. it the one you want. And so that was another layer where I, I didn't just bridge it. Like I had to bridge. Sure you had the right USDC. It's just like I had to do so many transactions. I had to do so many transactions just for the bridge to work. And then once I got in, I had to do even more to get the, the coin I wanted. So compare that to IBC. Yeah. Yeah. Cosmos is the way. I just no doubt about it in my mind. Well, um, I think all these on-ramp services, like you said, if they can kind of eliminate that friction point of having to do all this stuff to get on the bridge or to get on a chain like if it can just yeah. be click two buttons i'm on the chain like because there's nothing good, more annoying than just trying to figure out how to get on a chain that's new like <laughs> well that's a good point and i i want to just add a footnote here i mean i like this kind of support this kind of functionality getting added because um at the end of the day there might be a reason that you need to move from this chain to that chain and oh, yeah. the more of these bridges, I mean, I, I'm criticizing the wormhole bridge, but like, it's good that those things are there. Like, cause for using USDC, I mean, it's much cheaper to use Solano's version than it is Ethereum's. So yeah. the, the transaction fees are much lower. Um, so I appreciated this ability that I could go in and, and move it around and stuff. I mean, I actually, I think I bridged it in from Binance Smart Chain into, into Solana, all just to avoid the Ethereum fees. So, yeah, which you know, that's crazy that it's like, oh, I bridge between four different yeah. chains just to avoid the one chain doing one transaction on it because it's literally cheaper by 10x. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look, um, if I did want to add one little thing here. I was looking at the Cato uh, ramp. Um, they do have ACH and uh, they work with Plaid. Mm hmm. Okay, that's interesting. 
Uh, it does say the with ACH bank transfers, it does take up to five days for funds to settle, but not with Cato Ramp. Oh, sorry, instant. I'm reading as I say this, but uh, apparently they have instant settlement uh, ACH transfers. Oh, I wonder how long that can because that they they probably have like deposits on on reserve. So yeah, that people, it says people... as little as two minutes. So yeah, I'm wondering if they have yeah, like you said, some sort of a reserve ready to go. Yeah. Well, that's so, that's really great. Um, I think we're, we're running up on time. I can't wait to check that out. I've, it's been on my list, and I need to do more of that because it's just a better solution. So really exciting stuff. Greg, thanks for putting everything out in the newsletter last night. I know we, we collaborated a bit, but another great, great read. Everybody go subscribe and check that out because it's a superb summary of the weekly news. So... We'll be back for more Daybreak Crypto tomorrow. Have a great day. Sounds good, man. You too.